leap, and the net will appear. Jim Burroughs. Two sips of tea is now being served. Hello and welcome to Two Sips of Tea Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Tamika Tanksley. And today's brew is steeped in courage to encourage you to do it afraid. It, the thing you put on the back burner until you said the kids graduated from school. Now they done graduated from college with two degrees, a house, a spouse, and two kids. And you still ain't did it. It, the thing that the haters and the naysayers all up in the uproar about. It, the thing that you say you can do better than so-and-so, and you probably can, but you don't. So now you're knocking they hustle. It, that thing that would blow you up if only you found the courage to fear less about doing it afraid. It, the thing that the world needs and you got and you can't get paid for it, but you're afraid to do it child listen put your glass down and pick up a mug because this here tea baby is hot (laughs) (laughs) it's so hot in fact i had to bring in a little backup so with me today is someone who has always had my back my college bestie alina whitehead welcome (laughs) hey beanie hey meek how are you on this fine day? I'm great. What about yourself? Uh, well, you know, when you're around, it's always a good time. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Alina is here because I had this epiphany. So I had to call my BFF. And so we had this long, it was an hour plus conversation. It was. It was. It wasn't good, though. It was yes. good. It was an hour plus, almost an hour and a half, although 45 minutes of the conversation happened in the Wawa parking lot. <laughs> Because I called her on my way to go to the library to do some work. And then we just started talking. And I pulled up in the Wawa parking lot trying to got so good. I was afraid to get up and out and go get my coffee. I was sharing with her about my fear of doing it afraid. And I was giving her some of the highlights because I had went to uh, therapy that week. And we had a big kind of aha moment. And it wasn't too big of an aha because it was stuff I knew. But, you know, somehow when somebody else tell it to you, it seemed like you ain't heard it before. Right. It's confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Confirmation. So I'm like, yo, let me share about my confirmation. And so the thing is this. And that day, I don't think I told you, Beanie, but I learned some new things about you. And when you learn new things about an old friend, it's like, (laughs) wow. And it ain't that we don't talk. We we easily doing four hours on the phone. (laughs) We easily working through lunch. We do a whole work day. (laughs) on the phone but again so things happen so I was asking some of these questions about doing it afraid and so in knowing you them 30 years the only time I remember seeing you cry is at your grandmother's funeral Mm, wow never seen you cry never seen you sweat (laughs) barely angry pissed and disgusted (laughs) yes but not angry Right now, meanwhile, back on the ranch, I'm the total opposite. You done seen me cry more than more times than both of us can count. I've sweated. I have been angry. 
Yes. To the point where you got to say Meek. Calm down. <laughs> Fret not. Fret not, Meek. Now you just give me them two words and I already calm myself down now. Now I know how to self-soothe because I can hear you now like, Fret not, Meek. You know, I'm always fretting it. I can't have it. You know, so you're like the, the calm <laughs> to my storm. So... You know, so some things I just didn't ask because I'm like, well, she got it all kind of together. But today she's agreed to tell her side of the story about doing it afraid. So now let's go back to the opening quote. Leap and the net will appear. Leap and the net will appear. This is a, a, a quote that I have on my wall and it's on the wall like when I first wake up, boom, I see it right there. And it was strategic. So okay. I thought if I put it on my wall, then I would leap out of bed every morning <laughs> and do it. Right. I'm like, yo, leap and the net will appear. Yeah, I like that. Right. So I got it on my wall. Needless to say. How long has it been on the wall, man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I, and I can count the times that I've leaped, you know, on half a hand. So, <laughs> not half, <happening. laughs> but the intention is there, of course. My entire wall is full of inspiration, and it was on purpose, right? Because you know, I, I thought if I could just put my room with all this inspiration, because we got a lot of inspiration up there, isn't it, Beanie? Don't you just yes. walk in and it's every eight, no wall in there <laughs> without something inspirational on it. Not that it's gotten me to leap <laughs> out of the bed. And hope is that the net will appear. But here's some other just inspiration things that I have on the wall. Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for I am the Lord. Your God. And I'll be with you wherever you go. All right. Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> if you got your slippers on, you better turn them in right now for some shouting shoes. <laughs> Put your glass down. Because we about to go to church. Also, over my door, I have Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Okay, somebody knows the word. <laughs> okay, so I have all these inspirational things on the wall. I even got something up there about, look, life ain't about... Uh, what is it? Uh, running out of the rain. It's about learning to dance in the storm or something like that. Okay. That show you how many times I read that. <laughs> it was it was good at the time, right? So again, I have all these things of inspiration, but reading is one thing. Believing is something else. So I've done a great job at, you know, reading and putting it up. I even got something up there bloom with courage and confidence. And yet with all that, I still struggle to do it afraid. So let me just break down for you real quick how to leap and the net will appear. Leap and the net will appear. So it's like an acrobat, right, who got this new leap. You know, the acrobats, the thing at the circus where they mm -hmm. flipping from the one little swingy thing. Right, yes. the trapeze. They going from one thing to another. So leap and the net will appear. That's like if they got this new little trapeze act they got going and ain't no net down the bottom. Now, if they believe... <laughs> and they partner that's going to catch them, they'll right? Do it. They'll right. do it. But if they like, I don't know, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try. I ain't never worked with him before. They might say, nah, boss, I ain't doing it. Not going to be able to do not it. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> They're going to tell the ringmaster like, mm-mm, not going to happen. 
So I'm having this back and forth with God about this whole leap in the net will appear thing. And child, he gave a word. He gave a word. He gave a word. So God said, hello. (laughs) God said, what if the net don't appear until you leave? Mm. Mercy. See, I love when me and God have these conversations and he don't pull no punches. So he said, what if? The net won't appear until you leap. I said, you know what, God, you got a point. Mm-hmm. Because, see, it's called a leap of faith for a reason. Exactly. Now, Jim Burroughs ain't say that because, you know, we don't know where he at spiritually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Secular. <laughs> okay, he the man that did Frazier. We don't know where he at spiritually. But he made a good point. He set it up. Right. So I'm like, you know what, God, that's the thing. So, again, doing it afraid means sometimes you got to leap and trust that you're going to stick the landing. Right. You might not even need the net. Right. You got to step out on faith because what do they say? Faith without works is dead. Hey, hey, faith without <laughs> works is dead as Fred. Dead. Dead as a doorknob. Mm-hmm. Faith without works. You got to work it. Right. So if you never take the leap, you'll never get the thing that you've been snotting and crying and praying about. Right. And the Lord, he up there with Mary and Martha because I heard they was making fish (laughs) and a mess of greens, as they say, and a little bit of potato salad. And, you know, he up there telling them like, they like Tamika on the phone. Did she do what I tell her to do? I don't think so. Yeah, let her go to voicemail. (laughs) Bring me some tartar sauce. (laughs) You know, so see how God do. And so the thing is this, you know. That net, that safety blanket, that, you know, security thing, you know, we feel like if we are guaranteed that the net will catch us, well, then I'll jump, you know, but all answers ain't obvious. So sometimes we got to really dig a little deeper. And that's the whole thing about, you know, leaping the leap of faith that strengthens the faith, because without faith, we wouldn't need God. Right. Right. And, And without God, we will only experience the natural things, things that we can do. And so I really want the things that God can do. Yes. Right. So where our power ends, that's where God power. What? Begins. Uh, look at you. <laughs> look at you. So without further ado, Usher has his. But these are my confessions. <laughs> true confessions. So, true confessions. <laughs> true confessions. So I say all that to say this. Last week's episode, I did a solo show, but technically, I wasn't alone. Sitting right beside me was my crutch, Mm. my security blanket, the writer in me, right? And you may think, well, is that a bad thing? Like, having the writer in you sit beside you? It's very bad, and I'm going to tell you why. So as the host, Beanie, of Two Sips of Tea podcast, I'm in constant conflict with the speaker in me, Mm. And the writer in me. Okay. And so they're on my shoulders. Like, remember like in the cartoons, you have like the devil on one side. Yes. (laughs) And then the angel on the other. And they trying to get you to do certain things. I remember, um, I think it was a Tom and Jerry episode. You you remember? (laughs) And it was like the angel and the devil trying to tell them what to do about uh, Jerry. (laughs) Whether to let him go or to get him. (laughs) That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So they, and, and so they're fighting to host two sips of tea, the Mm. speaker and then the writer. And so the thing is this, the reason why they're battling is because now I'm supposed to be writing notes, right? Notes and bullets. That's how I said I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Notes and bullets. But I found myself going from like last week, I went from writing an intro to writing the whole script. (laughs) (laughs) 
from the intro to the outro. I wrote the whole thing. And I'm like, why? I, I, I said I didn't want to do this, right? Because I just feel that I'm best off the cuff, shooting from I the hip agree. and heart. I would right? definitely agree with that. Thank you. Because those who know me best know I'm best shooting from the hip and the heart off the cuff. You get a little humor. You know, you get a little, hmm. <laughs> you know, I take you to church. And then yeah. I can take you to the after party. Well, I'll give you a good example Please. of you being great off the cuff. So you remember DJ and his college sweetheart's baby shower. Yes. And, you know, they came in fresh to death, you know, <laughs> fly, matching outfits. And you said, oh, no, 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 they have to be announced. Yes. And we need a song and we have to make this a grand entrance. And we're like, okay, they could just come in. I mean, they already late, but... <laughs> <laughs> So I remember you talked to the DJ. You said the song needed to have something with baby in it. That was a whole thing. Child, that was a thing. I said, well, you got baby love by the Supremes. He didn't even know who the you Supremes the was. Who? The what? I said, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Baby love. Uh, I got him with, I think he did have baby, baby, baby. By Brandy, right? Yes. So, yeah, but you got up, you introduced them. It was great. Everybody was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. <laughs> yes. It was awesome. Off the cuff. Oh, yeah. thank you, B. Mm-hmm. Off the cuff, I'm at my best. And see, when you're hosting, whether it's a podcast, whether it's an event, when you're hosting, you want to engage, inspire, right. and uplift the room. Right, of course. Yeah, you don't want to be putting nobody to sleep. If you hosting it in the whole front row of sleep, <laughs> you in a bad way. Yeah, something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something real wrong. They picked the wrong person. <laughs> right, and so... You know, the things I do naturally, like you said, when I'm around people and be a stranger or a friend, mm-hmm. you know, it just comes right on out. Right. Because that's your gift. It's, it's there. You. It's my gift. It is my God given gift. It is a gift that I know that I know is a gift yeah. from up above because everybody don't have it. And I don't say it in conceit. Right. You know, I say it in the confidence that I struggle to have. And so I know it's a God given gift because I've had it my whole life. And still with the gift I know God gave me, I'm afraid to do it afraid. Now, why do you think that is? Well, I'm glad you asked that. So, and you know, and it's so funny I get asked it. When I say that, I get asked the question and I still like, yeah, why am I afraid to do that? So why am I afraid to do that? I think it goes back to self-confidence. It goes back to self-doubt. It goes back to um, when you're working in toxic work environments mm. back to back to back and they like your gift they just don't want you to know you good at it right they don't want you to really use your gift Mm-mm. for yourself <laughs> there you go use it for them. hey mm. <laughs> i see you taking a text yeah they don't want you to use it for yourself they want you to use it for them right. absolutely but they don't want you to know you're as good as you are because then you might Grow up and out. Then you might and ask me. for the pay you really supposed to get. Right. Then you might go and surpass them. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't want you to know you're too good. And so they use it to keep you in your place. They they knock you down and they pick it apart, you know, just to keep you down. Yeah, I just haven't been confident in the thing that I know I can do. It's weird. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm still trying to figure it out. Also, I think, you know, my parents, they meant well, but their attempt to make sure that I stayed humble, mm-hmm. I think snatched 
some of my confidence. Okay, so they didn't encourage this gift. Oh, they thought it was ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) They thought it was ridiculous. You know, because in their mind, and they old school, in in their defense, you know, they old school from the South. They worked hard. They paid for me to go to college, and they wanted a guarantee on their investment, right? Right. Uh, A return on their investment, ROI. And so me doing communications and talking about I'm going to be a talk show host, blah, blah, blah. They like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, we ain't paying for that. Mm Mm-mm, no. No way, Jose. And so I was still able to stay in communications, and I changed my major from, um, what was it, radio, television, and film, TU, to um, public relations and journalism. And that's because I had so many credits in communications, I at least, you know, stayed in that. Uh, but they thought I was doing business. I don't know why. I never said nothing about business. <laughs> that's so. what they wanted you to do. <laughs> and then one day, the mail got past me. <laughs> they was able to see what I was really studying. Yeah, so it was always like, get out that mirror, Brimpin, blah, 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 blah. And so I had um, a community college person, matter of fact, was telling my mother, like, oh, my God, Tamika's such a great writer. She's really great at PR. And, child, she was looking at her like she said I was stripping on the pole. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to say it, but that's the best analogy I can give. Like, she had this real great, no offense to those who stripping on the pole, but she just had this look like, and so it, it made me feel like, you know, I must not be doing good. Right, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. There you go. Thank you, Alina Denise. It wasn't good enough. And so, yeah, so those little things. And then, again, wanting me to stay humble. You know, sometimes it's okay to say, yo, I'm great at that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's good to know that you're good at something. Because if you don't know that you're good at it, you won't perform it well. Right. Am I right? You're right. And we all we all have a gift. God has given us all a gift to use. So. Yes. We all have a gift to you. So don't waste your gift. Don't wait. Look at you preaching. Don't waste your gift. Don't waste your gift. So back to doing it afraid and last week and my therapist and all of this. So I'm telling her like, yo, I, you know, I did this podcast episode, but I was really struggling. I was writing it all out. And I've told her this story before. You know, I write it all out when I really want to just speak from the heart, but I got scared and, you know, I just wanted it to be right. Cause again, we want things to be right. We're afraid to mess up. We're afraid to, you know, do it wrong. And I think too, some of that is we're afraid of the criticism. Right. Cause also when I'm just doing it, just us, it's just us. Right. But when you're hitting a button, (laughs) no haters allowed. At least we don't know about them. There's always a few that what they call them frenemies is always a few that like to kiki with you. But for the most part, it's all, you know, love. And so, you know, but podcasting, now you hit the button. I have just last week, somebody was listening from Rome. Ciao, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else from England, you know, Pip Pip. You know, it's so. Worldwide, Meek. Worldwide. I even had somebody from Iceland. Hey. (laughs) All right now. And so it's like, (gasps) you know, you hit the button and it goes everywhere. So it's like, oh, I just wanted to do it right. But, you know, I just have to learn to be comfortable with being myself. And trusting the gift that God has given you. Well, you know it's there. I know it's there. Right. So I'm so I struggle to do it afraid. Right? I struggle to do it afraid. I still doubt. I still have all these problems. So, like I said, last week, what turned into just writing an intro with a couple sentences turned into writing the whole thing. And I felt I was holding myself back because I'm trying to read it and make sure. Even now I'm struggling to 
not let my notes and bullets that I got here. I'm struggling to, you know, not read a whole thing with that, you know. So, again, I'm just trying to find a happy medium between the writer and the speaker, you know. And so when I speak, of course, you know, you have to write things out because you're on a timeline when you do speaking. But there are some times when I'm able to speak and do it off the cuff because you know how long things take. So, again, it's just this big wrestling because writing is my security blanket. It's, it makes sure I don't forget anything because I think, oh, man, if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget to say that. And that's mm-hmm. really good. But I have to learn. It, it still came from my head. Right. right. I had to write it from my head and heart. But when I get stuck in my head, I'll start overthinking and I just don't feel authentic. Okay. So that's been the big battle. So and, and here's another case in point. So in my room every morning. I'm talking to myself mm-hmm. and I do answer myself. I know people will say that's not healthy, but I do it. <laughs> and every morning it is just the best podcast never heard. Cause I ain't recording. Right. right? It, it is queen supreme It's flowing It's going. And then sometimes, you know, when I get in front of the mic, I don't know. I just get nervous. It took us a few minutes to start. Right. I'm like, yes. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> And this is you. <laughs> right. You. If I can't do it with you, with my bestie, what am I doing? Right. So, I'm in my head. Yeah, you are. So let me just give you some encouragement real fast with that. Philippians 4.13. Oop. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. <laughs> <laughs> and let me add to that. 2 Timothy 1.7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, mm. but of power and of love and a sound mind. Mm. So... You know, use your gift for his glory. I know there's fear, but you just got to push through the fear. As you said, do it afraid. Right. And that's what we're talking about here now. Do it afraid. Because the thing is, the writing ain't bad. Right. I need that good writing for my New York Times bestseller. (laughs) So it's not about being a bad thing, but it's about learning to, like you just said, using the gift God gave me. So with that being said, Let's move to the YY parking lot. All right. <laughs> and and let me just say this real quick. So I wanted to share this because a lot of people think, not even think they tell me like, oh, wow, you know, you just speak with such confidence. And oh, when you speak and when you walk and when you bop, 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 bop. So I just want people to know that I, too, am afraid to do it afraid. And so. Today, I know we had a lot of music playing, but I ain't preaching at you. You know, I'm talking with you to let you know that this is something that I, too, struggle with, even right. though you may hear me and think. And it's a lot of people we see like, wow, they got it going. On. We don't know what them people dealing with. And, no. and nerves are good because mm-hmm. they keep you humble. Right. The moment you ain't nervous, then you start thinking that, you know, you're doing it all on your own. Will right. <laughs> right. Right. And so nerves are good. And so, like I said, when I was sharing with my therapist, the whole story, um, she said, you know, well, why don't you make it a podcast? I said, girl, I was already thinking it before you said it. So that was just confirmation. Yes. So with that confirmation, I turned to my bestie. Are you afraid to do anything? Is it anything that you feel a little hesitant about doing afraid? And you said... Well, yeah, I told you I had that experience with public speaking. Mm -hmm. As a lot of people do. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of got thrown into the fray to just face it head on. Um, And like you mentioned earlier, uh, my grandmother had passed. Mm -hmm. It was a Sunday, Father's Day, actually. And that week was our church anniversary. So my pastor knew my grandma passed. He knew I was very close to my grandma. 
And for Wednesday night service, he comes to me like, oh, I need you to read the church history, the 52 years of the church, the Mount Airy Church of God in Christ. I'm like, I can't read that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my grandmom just passed. My parents were in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. I'm dealing with all this. I'm like, my grandma has seven kids, 13 grandkids. I was the youngest grand. I'm like, I'm dealing with all this. Mm -hmm. I can't read that stuff. I, 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 I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's like, no, just be there Wednesday, 7 o'clock, and uh, you're going to read. <laughs> and in obedience, you showed right, up. Right. So in the Kojic church, it was always be ready when called. Mm. You oh, know, I was thinking that in my head, but I couldn't get it out. Yes, be ready. Be oh, ye be ever ready. so ready. And yes. obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> so I said, uh, okay, all right, I I'll give it a try. I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> But I'm going to try. So sure enough, <laughs> mm -hmm. Wednesday, I get to church and, you know, I'm sitting there like, oh, where, where is it on the program? Oh, God, I'm sweating and I'm so upset. And they're like, oh, oh wait a minute. Know? So this was a sweat moment because, you know, I said I never saw you sweat. <laughs> OK, let me make note of that. Go yeah, ahead. So then they, it's time for me to read. So. I hadn't even laid eyes on whatever it was they wanted me to read. So mm -hmm. I go up, my pastor hands me five pages. Mm. I said, what is this? Single or double space? Single space. Lord <laughs> Jesus. So 10 pages. Right. So <laughs> he's like, all right, you know, you can do it. He's whispering all this stuff in my ear. He stood next to me the whole time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yes, yes. So I start reading. He's like, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so much better than the woman last year. Oh, yeah. Yes, see, you're doing great. And I'm reading, reading, reading. I get through With it. your encouragement in your ear. Yes, he mm -hmm. was encouraging me, standing right there next mm -hmm. to me. And so I got through. It was great. And mm -hmm. at the end, I said, to God be the glory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to God be the glory for the all things the things he has done. He has done. Yes. And, you know, my pastor, he's like, you know, you did it. You know, it's great. Mm -hmm. You did it. And then he told everybody, you know, her grandma just passed. She she pushed her way through. She did it. And from that point on, he said, now you're reading everything. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Uh -huh. <laughs> So he started doing announcements and uh, reading for homegoings, the cards, acknowledgements, obituary. All. And you know, everybody can't read a homegoing card. No, they cannot. <laughs> and I know from experience, when they can't read a homegoing card, child, it makes you just grieve even harder. Yeah, it's like, what are they saying? Yes. Stumbling over your names and... But I've been reading ever since. Reading so, ever since. And, and it was a blessing because he just kind of threw me into it. Mm -hmm. And I guess if my grandma had in the past, I'd have been like, I'm not. No, it's a no. Mm. <laughs> it's a no, no. for me. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Why not? I'm just going to do it. All right, fine. Um, but it's helped me not just conquer that fear of public speaking, but mm -hmm. also professionally. So, you know, it's opened me up to, you know, new practice areas. And, and it's been good. It's been it's been a blessing. So just as a little foundation, Alina is an attorney. It's always great to have one of those as a friend. <laughs> in case the man try to right. jam you up. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Alina. And child, and she always picks up on the second ring. <laughs> Thank God. You need them kind of friends in your life. So now professionally, Alina is an attorney. And so historically, you've done what? Because we know there's all types of attorney. There's some that litigate, some that right. do paperwork. So what were you doing? So, you know, I did a little bit of everything right out of school, but my focus has been transactional real estate and corporate law. And 
mostly that comes down to paperwork. You know, I would work with um, people developing um, business parks, land, um, residential development. So, mm-hmm. you know, zoning, just lots and lots of paperwork, agreements, settlements, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm now, is that what it. you always wanted to do? Oh so you're God, great no. at it. <laughs> no. So when you first went to law school, what even, was your vision? Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't even know what transactional real estate was. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, when I first went to law school, you know, I had graduated from Temple uh, to with you? a degree in sport and recreation management and a minor in business administration. So they were like, oh, you can go to law school. You could be an agent. You can make money. You know, this, this would be wonderful. I'm like, okay. Agent? So we could have been going to the Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> Why you ain't tell me? So I I'm told like, y'all this was my college roommate, right? We never had the conversation. Well, I told you to because, be an agent. So that was oh, why I went. And then I got there. So you went to be an agent? Yeah, I said, okay. A sports you know, agent. Because wasn't you doing sport? Your undergree was some sports sport stuff, right? Sport and recreation management. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. But then I get there and I'm like, okay, I'm working in the DA's office. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I'm working in the federal defender's office. And now I'm on the trial team. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing all these things. And they're like, you know, you're really great at trial advocacy. You make a wonderful argument. Your writing is excellent. And, and what's like, trial okay. advocacy? So they teach you basically how to perform in court, mm-hmm. you know, opening statements, closing statements, you know, what you see on TV. So like law and order. Part. Yes. <laughs> now, see, I always wanted to do that part. Now, yes. I could tell a story. I always wanted to go, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and just tell a story. And I, too, thought about law school, but child, the books and the it's reading. a lot of and reading, 100 pages a night. Turn me off. That's why I went back so, to communication. Yeah, so I learned how to do that. I learned mm-hmm. how to uh, interview witnesses, mm-hmm. put on trials, um, all that kind of stuff that you see. Yes. Witness preparation, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, you go work in the DA's office, you're not making a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is way too much work. Mm-hmm. You know, 12 hour days taking work home. And I'm like, this is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went into corporate and got to a firm, a big firm. And, you know, the pay was good. And they said they needed somebody in real estate. And they said they're willing to train me. I'm like, okay, real estate is. Mm-hmm. And it just worked out from there. Um, and then, you know, I went in-house and worked for a home builder. And, you know, that, that was just how it kind of started. So, and so with what you do, there's not a lot of speaking parts, obviously. No, not in, there's really no reason to be in court at all. No reason to be in court. But we were talking. And so... You had an experience that had you doing some speaking roles in right, court. Right, yeah. So it was funny. What a happened friend, with that? A friend was going through like a custody dispute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was just telling me about it. It just seemed real crazy. Like, what's going on? And problems with the judge and all kinds of stuff. And I said, you know what? You know, I'm going to help you out. You know, I'm going to try to conquer this fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go and... Now, wait, was this before or after your pastor put you on the spot to public speak? Like, very shortly thereafter. Okay, see, look at God. Right. So I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? She already in a bad situation. (laughs) I can't make it worse. I mean, yeah, it's a favor. I'm trying to help my friend, you know. All Mm -hmm. right. So we go and. You know, we we go to a mediator, you know, we talk, and the person was like, oh, okay, yeah, that was a great argument. Yeah, yeah, stuff is good. But, you know, then we go back, and it just went on for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it was a wonderful experience, except for one time, you know, a judge was kind of huffy with me. But I'm like, hey, I, I know I made a valid argument. I, I did what I came to do. And, 
you know, this has helped me conquer this fear, improve my skill set. Mm-hmm. And now that's something that I can do. And right. Done. And you even said, like, at one point you thought, gosh, I wish I had done this earlier. Right. Because in school, they always said, you're so good at it. You know, I had I was recognized for outstanding oral advocacy, trial advocacy. And I'm like, you know, this could have really been a thing. Maybe I could have done litigation. Mm-hmm. But I wasted all these not wasted years because I I'm very good at what mm-hmm. I do. But, you know, I invested all these years in something right. else. But And great correction, because we right. often think it's wasted, but right. nothing is for naught. Right. It all has a, a it all plays a part. Of course. And like I told you, when you were telling me that the whole nothing's wasted, you know, we don't know how God may move. Mm-hmm. And he moves in his own time, which typically does not coincide with ours. Exactly. And I was saying to you, like, um, you know, you got some people, they great speaking, but the paperwork is all jammed up. Right. (laughs) Myself, I'm not great with paperwork. (laughs) And so to be able to have the foundation of knowing paperwork, because that's the best thing. You know, you need to know contracts. You need to know money. Right. So now you got that. And so who knows, starting with the pastor. Mm -hmm. Here, I want you to read the church history. And starting with helping out a friend. Now you kind of getting the rust off and blowing the dust off and getting back to your first love, the thing that you originally loved. Right. And we don't know how God may come back and work it back around. You know, everything happens in its own time. It definitely does. And I know it's definitely saved me some money because, you know, family and friends get into situations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. And I've gotten calls and I had to throw on a suit (laughs) and put my hair hair back in a bun, put your glasses on and go to the police station or go to the courthouse Mm -hmm. and, and handle stuff successfully. Yes. And it saved me and my loved ones. I'll mm-hmm. say a lot of money. Yes. Rather than having to pay somebody else. <laughs> yes. And it's just good to have somebody who knows that they know that they know, particularly in this day and age right. and this climate of social injustice to right. kind of know your rights. Right. And right. to be educated. Right. And, and you know, family, you know, they're going to fight for you. Somebody mm-hmm. you, you find on the Internet and pay, they might just be like, eh, whatever. I've had that person. They're not going to give it their all. Yes, I've had two attorneys who not only did they not give it their all, they just didn't give a darn. How about that? You was there for seven days straight. You you might as well have been co-counsel. Not that he listened to, I mean, I could have been co-counsel. But anyway, that's definitely going to be another sip. We're going to go transcript by transcript on that one. (laughs) But again, you had, it started with you being willing to do it afraid. Right. When the pastor said, okay, fine, I'll do it. When your girlfriend needed someone, you could have been like, oh, yeah, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you were like, you know what? Let Let, me try. Let me try. Right. And that's what we got to do. We got to be willing to try, willing to leap and trust Mm -hmm. that the net will appear. Because as I said before, sometimes the net don't appear until you leap. Exactly. And the net don't always appear right away. (laughs) Sometimes you coming there, you coming down fast like, well, wait a minute, God, what you want to bring out the net? The net, the net, God, God, the net. Hello, God. (laughs) And it looked like you about to go splat. Right. And then boom, God, and he don't just put out the net. He put out the big fluffy thing right. that the stump people on. <laughs> right. What do they say? He may not come when you want him, but he's on Always. Time. Right, Always right on before time. you crack your head <laughs> against the cement. He's an on time guy. On time God. Yes, he is. <laughs> but we got to trust him. Yes. It's a leap of faith for a reason. Exactly. So 
I want us to date. Now, ladies, get it in your head because we come around third base. Get in your head the thing that you are afraid to do. Y'all got it in your head? Okay. You got yours in your head, Beanie? I got it. (laughs) (laughs) So here's, here's a couple little facts. So the negative side of fear is when it holds us back from doing something positive. Mm-hmm. The negative side of fear holds us back from doing something positive. Why? Because fear is um, like antifreeze. It just, it's like dry ice. It freezes you. Right. So my pastor always uses an acronym. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you keep that in mind, you're like, okay, you know, it's not. It's not really not real. So it's like an optical <laughs> illusion. Right. Right. It's like being in the desert and suddenly you see a big fountain of ice cold water and you go jump in it and it's more sand. (laughs) Right. It appears real, but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's kind of like your shadow. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you used to hear about running from your shadow, your shadow. (laughs) And the thing that you think is following you is bigger than you. It looks scary. (laughs) Right. Running from your shadow. Mm -hmm. We hear that a lot. It's the same concept. That thing that we think is so big and scary. Right. And you know, when you do the little finger things against the shadow and it looks <laughs> right. like a big monster and it's just right. somebody's hand, those kind of things, the thing we running from would run from us if we just did it afraid. Right. And it's Mercy. not real, right? It ain't real. But that's the trick. It's exactly. twicky. Fear is twicky. It mm-hmm. makes you think that you can't do this thing. And if you did do it, all these bad things are going to happen. But what if you did do it and great things happen? What's the worst that can happen? What if you did it and it actually worked out? Hey, that's a wonderful thing because if you do and it doesn't work out, you're in the same situation you've right. been in, right? You ain't lost no nothing. Worse off, no. And if you do it and it don't work out, now you have a better idea. Okay, of next time, next let time. me try it this way. Right, do right? it again. And so you, you do it again. You get an opportunity to try, try again. And so most people already know and are aware of the things that they are afraid of. You know, most of us already know the types of fear that we face. Most of us. I, I know what I'm afraid of. But, again, that thing that you got in your head, think about it. Because here's some common fears mm-hmm. that we have. So, now, if I get to yours, take a sip. All right. Yeah, take a sip <laughs> if I get to yours. Fear of failure. Is that anybody? Fear of failure. Fear of rejection. Mm. <laughs> Right. We don't take the job because we think we ain't got the skill set. We mm-hmm. think we don't have the credentials or right. the education. Right. We're not worthy. Right. We're not worthy. Newsflash. The person that had it before you <laughs> who <laughs> just got promoted. They right. had no idea what they was doing. Right. <laughs> but they ended up getting they promoted. Did. Child, I work with them people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> promoted and a raise. Mm-hmm. As I got nothing. But anyway, so fear of change. Now, that's me, too. Let me take mm-hmm. a sip. I can do that. Hold on. Yeah, people don't like change. We've always <sighs> done it like this. <laughs> We've always done it like this. And that's why you ain't doing it now. Because right. times have changed and you haven't. And it's not working. Right? And it ain't working. Fear of change. Like, Because I like a solid thing. I like the guarantee. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I really sometimes. And also, fear of change means you feel like you ain't in control. Right. And right. I learned about myself that I can be a little controlling. <laughs> Child, two men just fell out like, oh, Lord, she said it. Oh, God, she admitted it. (laughs) (laughs) And you probably know which two. But anyway, fear of public speaking. That's you. Take a sip. Fear of public speaking. Fear of losing. Right? Fear of losing. We don't even play because we're afraid to lose. Right. But ain't nobody ever won a game 
sitting on the sideline. Right, you gotta you gotta play to win. Hey, hey, PA lottery. <laughs> <laughs> play to win. You gotta play to win, right? You gotta be in it to win it, right? You know, and you afraid to lose. And you don't even know what your opponent is doing. You ain't right. even in the game. Mm-hmm. Get in the game. You exactly. just might win. How many times have the underdog? Somebody got to win. Somebody got to win. You might catch them on a bad night or you even may be better than you right. think. Right. But you're afraid to play. Right? So fear losing. Here's another one. Fear of the unknown. Okay, that's, yeah, that's I think a that's a cousin of fear of change. Yeah, that's a big one. Fear of the unknown. But you don't know what you don't know. None of us do. Right. So what you going to do? Live yourself all locked up? <laughs> right. Do it afraid. You, you don't know how it may turn out. And again, it may turn out good, but it goes back it to the may. beginning. The negative side of fear keeps us from something positive. So we have all these negative thoughts and we think, oh, God, I can't win. I don't know. I don't know what to do. A lot of us don't know what to do. Right. And it ends out working. And then here's my number one, ironically, fear of success. Mm, okay mercy and i remember i've told the story before about taking the little quiz in um the the old magazine what's holding <laughs> you back and i snatched that thing up rarely do i buy a magazine out the supermarket for 50 dollars <laughs> <laughs> they get you in the market but i had to snatch that thing right up because i'm like yeah what's holding me back because i knew i was being held back mm-hmm. mainly by myself and so I took this test and mine came back for your success. And mm. and the thing is, before I took the test, I'm like, who would be afraid of success? That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Why would you be afraid? But it's a real thing. Right. The right. fear is I know that I have what it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. We've established that. But I'm afraid of when I get there. Mm-hmm. Do I have what it takes to maintain? Again, because if you got all these people, you know, pouring, you know, what you can't do. Right. And the thing is, and for everyone who tells me what I can't do, I do have five people telling me what I can. But okay. somehow our mind. But you're listening to the haters. We listen the to the haters and the naysayers. <laughs> right. Why? Why do we give them a microphone? I don't know. For whatever reason, you know, we we drown out the cheers. Right. Mm-hmm. We drown out the encouragement. We drown out the positivity. Right. And for some reason, you know, negativity is a magnet. It's yeah. a magnet. So we got to learn to repel that magnet. So the fear of success, you, you're afraid like, oh, what if I do do it? You know, will, will I be able to, you know, sustain? And also for me, you know, being the youngest and having everybody always take care of everything. I think it's also fear of success. When you're successful, it comes a lot of responsibility. Oh, yeah. Heavy is the head. Right. That wears the crown, mm-hmm. queen. Right. So it's like, oh, God, am I going to be able to handle all that responsibility? Mm-hmm. You know, we all want to blow up. Right. But when you blow up, it comes with a lot of things. Everybody want to be an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> right. But when you work for somebody else, if the lights ain't on, that ain't your problem. Right. <laughs> and you know your check is coming. <laughs> your check is coming whether you work that week or not. Right. <laughs> Right, but when you do your own thing, it's like, oh, I didn't really make too much. Right. (laughs) And you might have to pay somebody else or pay something else or rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm -hmm. And you ain't got nothing. And then your home lights. Right. (laughs) Right. Are in danger. (laughs) But when you're working for somebody else, it ain't your problem. No. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot comes with. So I, I, I really understand the fear of success. And so, you know, the thing is too much fear. It's like flying a plane with excess baggage. Mm, okay. Right. And that baggage is the things I just talked about. Fear, right. failure, rejection. Right. All that is baggage. 
It's like Badu. What'd she say? Beggar lady, <laughs> you gonna miss your plane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have what it takes to take off, but your baggage mm-hmm. is holding you back. It's holding you back. Their baggage is keeping you from taking flight. So to achieve great potential or to soar to higher heights, I love to say it's not about being fearless. Because oftentimes we think, oh, if I could just be fearless enough. And so while you're waiting to be fearless, mm-hmm. right, you're not doing anything. So hence, again, you got to do it afraid. Right. So it's not about being fearless. It's about finding the courage to fear less about doing it afraid. Okay. Hey, yes. Okay. Okay. Let me take a text. (laughs) (laughs) Let me take a text and preach that thing. It's about because often and that was me. You know, I felt like if I got everything in order, you know, I talked about doing this podcast for three years, Mm -hmm. but I was afraid. But it was like, oh, I need this in order. I need that in order. Oh, well, if I get this and, you know, and then I got all this stuff. I got all the things to do, but I still was afraid to hit the button. Oh, well, how do I set it up? And then so-and-so was going to show me and then they never showed up. And then this one was going to help. And then that one and all these people with the podcast, they was telling me everything to do, but how to do it. They was giving, <laughs> oh, see, cause I am, the, the, but I couldn't get no real tangible things. And finally I'm like, girl, just do it. You ain't ignorant. <laughs> right. Don't guess Google. Go online, do a little research, right? Prepare yourself, right? be diligent, and figure it out. So right. I figured it out, and I got a host site, and that's the, the thing that, uh, you know, make sure that it goes all the way to Rome in okay. England. And so it was a whole bunch of them. And it's like, well, which one do I pick? Then I'm asking somebody else, which one should I pick? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl. Just pick one. <laughs> pick it. Pick, you ain't ignorant. Read through and just pick one. So I picked Buzzsprouts. Hi, Buzzsprouts. And I picked that, you know, and they all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just got to read what feels good for you. And the thing is this, it's not a blood contract. Right. If it ain't work out, go oh, to somebody well, else. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't promise nobody my firstborn. Mm-hmm. Hello, lights. <laughs> so, again, it's not about being fearless. You know, because if you're waiting for the right moment... You'll never leap out of the bed. Mm -mm. You know, if you waiting for to feel like it, how many times when I'm supposed to be in spin class, I'm like, I don't feel like (laughs) it. And I roll back over. Right. But then I'm, but then I want to know, well, how come I ain't losing no weight? Why ain't toning (laughs) up? Well, cause remember you ain't feel like going. Right. So, you know, you got to move past how you feel and the fear and just go ahead and do it. So here's the thing. I got an antidote for you. All right. The antidote for fear is action. See, it ain't even deep. It ain't even deep. It's not that serious. It's not as about as deep as a puddle of water. (laughs) (laughs) Overcoming fear is done through action. That's right. See, the more you do a thing, whether you're doing it afraid or courageous, the key to it is the more you do a thing, the better you feel about doing it. Well, I definitely agree with that. Just like my parents said, I need you to read. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. And then I need you to read again. I need you. To, and now it's like, okay. Oh, you mm-hmm. need me to read? Cool. No problem. So do you feel like reading now? So that was a few years ago. So do you feel more confident? Do you even see it from the first time you read to now? I definitely am more confident in 
you know, I understand that the preparation mm. is what makes the difference. Now, when I had to read the church uh, history, I, I didn't even know what that stuff was. I mean, I had heard <laughs> it. I've been to the church my whole life. Your whole life. But it's not like they said, well, I need you to read and I'm going to email you the document. No. I just right. got up there like, uh, okay, what am I reading? Is it on the podium? Right. <laughs> okay. And they didn't say, you know, I'm going to need you to read and memorize. No, no. not read. I'm going to need you to memorize this and speak oh, it from no. memory. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. No. You've been so, able to read since you was four years old, right, you know? Right. So, yes. So, you mm-hmm. know, but now it's like, you know, when I have to read, it's just like, okay, I can get something. And two minutes later, all right, it's in order. All right, cool. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely what they say. Practice makes perfect. Just keep doing it. Yes. And you know what? As a perfectionist um, who has been serving, you know, 25 to life in the prison of perfection, <laughs> I actually like to say practice makes excellence. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes we get caught up on perfect, and then that's another thing that holds you back. Mm -hmm. If it ain't perfect. And and sometimes we have this warped idea of perfection and what it should look like. So if it ain't perfect, we still won't do it. Mm -hmm. So practice makes excellence. Okay. The more you practice, the better you will become. Right. And then you become excellent at it. So, you know, I love a good quote. So here's a quote from H.P. Lovecraft. I wonder if they uh, responsible for Lovecraft Country. One other thing? <laughs> yeah. Lovecraft Country? I don't know. H.P. Lovecraft. So they said the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. Mm. And you know why it's unknown? Because we too afraid to do it. Right. And go see, see about it and check it out. <laughs> And you ever be afraid of something and then you doing it like, dang, that was it? Right. All this time (laughs) I've been worried about this thing. That wasn't nothing. (laughs) The person who going around, going around with a yuck mouth because they afraid to go to the dentist. Mm -hmm. You go to the dentist. They do have something called numbing cream. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They numb you up. You feel a pinch, but that's it. Right. And you like, I've been going around here with three teeth in my mouth all this time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have lost all my teeth when I could have kept them for going to something like the dentist. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's sometimes. And how about the people you're afraid of the water, and you splash and think you're drowning, oh and people God. like stand up, stand up, right? Oh. And you stand up and come oh, to your okay. waist. <laughs> <laughs> you about to be the only person to drown in two feet of water, really? Because right. again, fear the unknown. Right. You don't know is only to your waist because you're afraid to stand up. Right. Because you won't step in the water <laughs> <laughs> and leap, leap off that diving board. Right. So. The thing is, we don't know what we know, but the only way to find out what we don't know is by. By. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what is it? <laughs> you gotta I'm sorry. step out on faith. You gotta right. try. I was gonna say by doing, you know, I, I, was, I thought I had the mental telepathy going on, yeah, but. Like, right. <laughs> y'all can't see it, but. I'm like doing my hand, throwing it to her. She's throwing it back at me like, yeah, what you got? Let me write it down. Right, by doing. And so, and like I said, oftentimes the thing we fear most is like the shadow. Mm-hmm. You running from it, it's running from you. Right. What and do they so, say? The people fear, the, the biggest thing about fear is fear itself. Fear itself. Yeah. The biggest thing about fear is fear is us. And it's like, why are so many of us paralyzed by fear? Why do you think? It could be, you know, upbringing, um, past experience. Oh, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, like you said, your parents. Oh, that's just ridiculous. You know, right. TV hosts. Oh, my God. You know, discouragement. Um, 
afraid to be laughed at or do it wrong. Low expectations. Mm-hmm. Low yeah. expectations. And the funny thing is, the people who aren't really afraid to do it, most of them do it wrong, and they don't even care. A mess. <laughs> A mess. <laughs> right. They know they can't do it. They do it wrong. And and guess what? The the crazy part is, and a lot of them get rewarded as mm-hmm. if they was doing it right. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it bizarre. Am it I is. lying? Is no. this not a true event? Oh, no. It's definitely a true thing. People, you know, they want to get on the microphone and they want to be in the spotlight. You don't have nothing to say. What you talking nothing about? Nothing to say. You and again. You ain't doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> at all. And and some of the people who talking and you think it's Charlie Brown teaching, they getting paid big money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To say nothing. You got people who working again, you know, I've worked with a few people who they getting raises and upgraded and promotions. And it's like, but they didn't do that thing. And don't know nothing. (laughs) And don't know nothing. So if they can do it. Right. But if they project, oh, well, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. That's good enough, right? There you go. And and that's what a lot of people do. They can, you know, play confident on TV Mm -hmm. and have nothing to back it up. And right. still get it. Right. But then no you, substance. the person with the skill set, but since you afraid to do it afraid, you leave them no other option right. but to pick that person. Right. right. Right? Very true. Thank you. So, as we slide in the home base, <laughs> I'm going to give you the one, two, threes about doing it afraid. All right. I, 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 wanna, I want us to learn how to just do it. And, and here's a bonus tip. I learned this from... Um, a pastor in Atlanta, Dewey E. Dewey Smith, right? So Nike, their motto is just do it. Just do it. And the Greek word for Nike is victory. Really? Really. Mm, Okay. He did a whole, whole, uh, what, sermon on Mm. Nikes. Okay. He had the Air Force Ones, and I can't remember all what the other ones was called. (laughs) And he had a story for each one. And so, yes, so here's some one, two, threes on how to not walk but run in victory and just do it. Number one, y'all got your pencils out and paper? Ready. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Number one, face the fear. Okay. If you're going to get over fear and just do it, first you got to face the fear. You got to look fear in the eye and say, let's dance. Right. Right, do a little cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> with fear and let them know, I ain't afraid of you. Mm-hmm. And, and you might got me a little bit, but I'm going to dance with you anyway. I'm do it anyway. Right? Look fear in the eye. You got to be able to acknowledge what makes you afraid. Face the fear. What, what am I really afraid of? You got to really acknowledge that and break that down and be honest with yourself. Because if you ain't honest with yourself and learn why am I really afraid, see, you, you can't deal with you it. You can't conquer it. You right? can't conquer it. You don't even know what you're running from. You just running. <laughs> you know, like the um, who was it? Like Cedric the Entertainer said, you just see people running, you just start running. <laughs> right. You don't ask questions, you just take off. <laughs> you just take off. Meanwhile, had you stood still, you could have been at the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> right. You was at the back of the line when everybody started running. If you stood still, you could have went up front, right? <laughs> face your fear, face it. It's really not as scary as you think. You gotta keep in mind the shadow type of thing right shadow shadow box with your fear mm-hmm. and let fear know you ain't the boss of me no. you ain't the boss of me face your fear number right. two after you face the fear i want you to feel the fear feel the fear it's okay to be afraid you know fear is the thing that keeps you from putting your hand in fire right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hot <laughs> you ain't even got to put your hand in the fire to be like whoa <laughs> Right. Honey, when you setting up the uh, barbecue grill, 
So I was over with my cousins a few weeks ago. Lord Jesus, they had put lighter fluid on the pre-lighter fluid charcoal. Oh, God. <laughs> Child, let me tell you something. When they pulled that top off, whoosh. <laughs> it was like Delirious and Uncle Gus with, uh, what's his name? Eddie Murphy. Now, that's a fire. That's a fire. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, close the vents and that'll kill the air and blah, 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 blah. So that's what I said. Then I'm like, okay, it should be better now, child. She opened it back up and the whole forest almost caught on fire. <laughs> I said, thank God it wasn't no fire. Like, the thing went up her arm. I was like, oh, God. I would have been so bad. Because I was the one that told her to open it back up. It was safe. Fire Marshal Bill, honey. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so, but again, I bet you she won't do that no more. No. I bet you she read the bag. Be, yeah, she'll know what kind of charcoal <laughs> she has. I'm going to know what kind of charcoal it is. I'm not even going to use no lighter fluid. I'm going to stick with the, what's it called? The chimney thing. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Yeah, no, especially. And then where they were grilling, it was a lot of trees and greenery. Child, we could have all been toasty marshmallows. <laughs> but again, fear, but fear will keep you from putting your hand in fire. Mm-hmm. So fear is good. Fear is good. But we got to stop talking ourselves out of our feelings. Right. You know, we got to stop talking. Our, and, and even fear, you know, people may say, oh, you got to tell yourself I'm not afraid. It's OK to be afraid. Right. We just got to learn to do it afraid. So feel the feeling because you can't heal what you don't feel. Right. All right now. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, is when you feel afraid, stop, like stop, drop and roll. We were talking Mm -hmm. about fire. When you feel afraid, stop and then deal with the feeling. Right. Or the feeling will deal with you. All right. (laughs) You got that right. And the way it deals with you is it stops you. Yeah, it paralyzes you. Paralyzes you. Frozen by the fear. Frozen by fear. There you go. (laughs) Wait till I see your past. I got to get my love off. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor, I want to thank you. Right? So, okay. Number three. Number three. So, after you, one, face your fear. Two, feel the fear. Three, go forward with fear. That's a good one. Thank you. Go forward with fear. Again, it's not about being fearless. What's our new motto? It's about having the courage to fear less about doing it afraid. Right. So go forward with the fear. Just do it anyway. Do it anyway. Right. Just do it. Nike walking victory. You already got the victory. You got to see yourself victorious. You got to see yourself across the finish line. I know they said you'll never do it. That's what they told the tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) They told him he didn't have no chance against the hair. Right. But it wasn't so. Isaiah 54, 17. Mm. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. You better preach. No weapon. No weapon. (laughs) Child, I just keep my shouting shoes off. Let me put them back on. (laughs) No weapon. Now, weapons may form. Right. But they shall not Not prosper. prosper. Weapons may even fire. Right. They might even hit you, right? but they shall not prosper. not prosper. Going back to the fire, wasn't it? Who was in the uh, abshack, b-shack? Somebody said in the bad Negro. Abendigo. <laughs> Abendigo. Abendigo. In the fiery furnace. Fiery furnace, but they came out, what? Not a hair singed. Right. That's a classic case. Mm-hmm. The weapon of fire did not prosper. Right. So we have to go forward with the fear. Because right. victory is ours. Wait a minute, that's a song. I, I, you know, I don't even want everybody to hang up if I started singing. But, <laughs> you know, the victory is mine song. <laughs> right. right? Victory is mine. Yes. 
We have to see ourselves victorious because if you don't see yourself victorious, who, who else going to think right. that you a winner? And also the flip side is that I don't care who think you a loser. Right. If you believe you a winner, you'll do what Muhammad Ali said, shock the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you'll TKO and shock the yeah, world. Right. I want you to go forward in fear. I'm scared, but I'm going to take the leap anyway. Believe that you will stick the landing. Believe that God going to come right on time and not just throw a net, but like I said, the little squishy thing <laughs> that that the uh, stump people be when right. they leaping off of a building. Matt, yeah. Child, look, when they leaping off a building, they ain't going into no little net because they'll fall right through that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got the little fluffy thing. Yeah, the, the extra jumbo size air mattress. <laughs> Right. Believe God is going to put that little jumbo fluffy mattress thing under you. Leap. Do it. Leap and the net will appear even with fear. Mercy. I love it. Now, here's a bonus tip and then I'm going to get out your way and leave you alone. Bonus tip. Go deeper in fear. When these fears come up, fear of rejection, a fear of failure, a fear of the unknown, fear of change, minds, fear of success. Go deeper. Ask yourself. Well, wait a minute. Why am I afraid to be rejected? Was it something in childhood? Go back Mm -hmm. to the little girl in you. Right. Examine it. Examine Mm -hmm. it. Do a little research. Is this something that little Tamika or little Alina or little Sally hasn't healed? Go back. Do a little research. Do a little investigation on yourself. You know how y'all be investigating people you just meet? (laughs) Right. Right. Do that on yourself. A self-analysis. Yes. Examine (laughs) yourself. Examine yourself. Right. Go back and think. Because, again, a lot of times if we don't deal with the past, the past also will deal with us and keep us in bondage in the present. And we can't even enjoy or prepare for a great future. So ask yourself, why am I afraid of success? Again, my thing was I'm afraid of the responsibility that comes with Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Right. And so then if I go deeper, little Tamika, who was never had to have no real responsibility, she rising up <laughs> like you can't do that. You've never been able to do that. But then when I really look back and think about it, I did an event that closed down the whole parkway. Come on now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't dumb. Right. And if you can do it for somebody else, you can certainly do it for yourself. Right? H- hence, hence <laughs> why I'm here to start my own business. OK, because if I could do it for somebody else. Without an add a girl, mm-hmm. then let me try doing it for myself. Right. Right. And so that's the thing. It's, and and even my therapist said, Tamika, you're a great communicator. You're wonderful. You're awesome. You you are a professional. And I'm like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> I got the degree. I got not only the paper, but the experience. Exactly. I have been doing communications professionally for 25 years. And you don't do it for 25 years without knowing somebody because right. there's a lot of people doing things. They don't know what to do. But so you don't do it 25 years successfully. Right. And not know what you're doing. Exactly. So when she said that, it was like, you're right. You know, like, I can do this because I've been doing it. Now, personally, I'm a terrible communicator. But again, that's another show. But <laughs> professionally, <laughs> I'm good. So what can I do with ease? Right. So you got to think like go deeper. So what can I do with ease? You know, the fear. Remember, wait, what am I talking about? What can I do? Oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> See my note, my note, See? my handicap, my <laughs> handicap, <laughs> my handicap. See, here come my crutch. 
what can I do to ease there you go. the fear? Right? So remember the answer to that is just do it. Just do it. The more you do it, the easier it will become. When you first read them 10 pages of church notes. <laughs> like, oh, God. After your grandmom died, you're like, oh, Lord, what did I agree to? I should have stayed home. <laughs> right. But now when you read, it's a little more easy, ain't yeah. it? It's oh, easier. Definitely. It's easier, definitely. right? You Much. feel more confident. Yeah. They ain't got to drag you up to the mic. No, I know I can do it. Now you know you. I love what you said. Mm-hmm. I know I can do it. We got to know that we know. Right. I know. I, and you know you can do it because you've been doing it. You've done it before. Right. Before <laughs> and for the last few years. Right. Remember, fear, fear has no power over you. It's kind of like Glenda told the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> we ain't got no power here in Munchkin right. Land. Go ahead. <laughs> So, ladies, to help you believe in yourself, I want to leave you with two sips to savor. One, question your negative thoughts and replace them with positive beliefs. Question your negative thoughts and replace them with positive beliefs. For example, I'm too old to do. Mm. Question that. You too old to do what? Well, why do you think you're too old? Are you too old? <laughs> Or do you have experience? Never too old. Right? So switch that around. So replace that negative thought with this positive belief. I have the ability and experience to do. There you go. Hey, hello? (laughs) Hello, lights. There you go. You're not too old. You tell yourself. When you start thinking you're too old, because society definitely want women of a certain age. Yes. Of which I'm one. (laughs) To think that you're too old to do certain things. I'm here to tell you, as long as you got breath and belief... All things are possible for those who what? Believe. There you go. Okay, now we speak in telepathy. (laughs) (laughs) Tell yourself, I have the ability to experience, and I have the ability and experience to do. And you fill in the blank. Also, another example is, I don't know how to do, or I can't do. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. I have the resources and knowledge to learn how to do. Right. Replace that negativity. I have the resources. It's at your fingertips. Everybody got a phone. YouTube University. YouTube University. <laughs> Don't guess Google. Yeah. <laughs> right? You got to do all these things. Google. Y'all going to pay me for that? Because I like that one. That's a commercial. <laughs> and if anybody else said, y'all heard it here first. Right. Anyway. <laughs> and I got my attorney on the line. <laughs> Don't make us come for you. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So again, I have the resources and the knowledge. Give yourself the credit. You got the knowledge to learn how to. You ain't survived in the world this long without some knowledge. Exactly. Okay, another one. Here's the one you said. I can do all things through who? Christ. Christ who strengthens me. me. Yes. We can do all things. All things. And and here's the last one I like. With God, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Now, with man, that's where you get jacked up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Honey, with man, not so much. You lucky if something happened <laughs> with man, because they change on you. So anyway, with God, all things are possible. Now, number two, here's my second sip, and then I'm going to leave you alone. Second sip, celebrate the wins. Mm. Give yourself credit. Right. right. Rarely do we give ourselves enough credit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because somebody done told us, oh, you don't do all that. You, you know, somebody done planted a negative be seed. thinking so highly of yourself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, you ain't really do nothing. That ain't nothing. I could do that. They fine with telling you what they could do. Then <laughs> do it. Ain't this squad. <laughs> Time being meetings. You know, nobody had no ideas until I had an idea. Now everybody can come and criticize it. Well, then what's your idea? Because right. I ain't got to do it. Right. What you bring to the table? Nothing but appetite. 
and a spork. <laughs> Not a spork. A spork. That's all you bring is a plastic spork. But anyway, so yeah, so you know, we just focus too much on what we can't do or what somebody said we can't do. And you know, I ain't never had that done. No, give a, we got to give ourselves the credit. We got to start seeing the things we've done. Right. Because we, if we go through the archives, we have done some things. A lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things. And we've done them well. Yes, very well. But oftentimes we just push them to the side or we think it ain't no big deal. You are a big deal. I want you to start letting yourself know I'm a big deal. Right. Say it, Beanie. <laughs> I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. <laughs> I don't care what they say. Right. I'm a big deal. You got to start talking to yourself like this. You got to encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. That was a big hit. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. You got to be your own hype woman. Be your yeah. own cheerleader. Go up in the trunk. Get your pom-poms out <laughs> from prep squad. <laughs> and be your own cheerleader. And start focusing on the things that you have done. And right. have done well. Right? So don't let your don'ts overshadow your do's. Okay. But that's how we do. Our mind is all jacked up. We love to let our don'ts overshadow our do's. And if you with people that's always telling you what you don't do, you need to get some new people. Yeah, drop them. Drop them like a bad habit. (laughs) Okay? Drop them. You in the wrong circle. If that's Mm -hmm. your circle of friends, you in the wrong circle, you might want to try a square. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to try a square. Number two, celebrate wins big and small. Okay. Right. Celebrate wins big and small. Sometimes we think if it's not big enough, it's not worth celebrating. Right. Case in point, if you're on a wellness journey, right, and you trying to eat better and say Oreos was your thing, celebrate the fact that instead of a sleeve of Oreos, (laughs) which I just recently learned that that whole thing was called a sleeve. I said, good Lord, it's a sleeve. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So if you got an Oreo thing. Celebrate the fact that you have five and not a sleeve. Right. Wins big and small. Moderate. It's okay. All things in moderation. All things in moderation. Right? If, same thing. If you want to work out three days, but you only went once, it's celebrate still, that once. still worked out. You still worked out. You want to write a book and you said, because you know, when you first starting to think, child, you have big ambitions. Mm-hmm. So you want to write a book and you say, I'm going to write an hour a day every day. But say you only did three days for half an hour. Celebrate it. It's still progress. It's still progress. I don't even care if you wrote a half hour just one day. Build on that. Right. That's what we got to do. Celebrate the wins, big and small. And lastly, let's celebrate the start because that's how you finish. Yeah, you got to start to finish. You got to start to finish. Let's celebrate the start because that's how you finish. Baby steps, small steps, step by step. It's all steps in the right direction. Right, moving forward. Moving forward. We think it won't take that big leap. Right. It don't right? Count. Mm-hmm. It don't count. Okay, so leap and the net will appear. They ain't say you had to take a big leap. Just leap. Right. <laughs> that leap might be a roll out of bed. You know, however you get out. <laughs> right. So, again, it's all steps in the right direction. And I'm going to tell you something else. Even a misstep can be a step in the right direction. Sometimes right. you got to go left to get right. So don't even get caught up on, oh, I did it wrong. Uh, Sometimes you ain't even got to go back to the end of the line and start over. You misstep, just step over that and keep moving. But now you know, okay, see, right there, yeah, all right. Okay, that's not it. Let me do that. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, yeah, nah. Let's go this way. So, again, all things are possible if only you believe. Sounds good. 
Well, we had church, didn't yes. we? I didn't think we was going to have no church now. I thought we was going to come, sip a little while, and, you know, chit-chat. But ah, we went to church. I got to yes. pull out my big Easter hat <laughs> with the veil. Because, honey, this was church. I feel good. What yes. about you? Yes, I definitely I feel do. rejuvenated. I feel much better from last week. And Beanie, Alina, I just want to thank you for helping me. See, sometimes you got to call in reinforcement. Yes. <laughs> and I had to call in reinforcement to help me. I feel like, okay, I can do this. I'm, I'm being myself. I still had a little notes, and I still got caught up trying to read a whole paragraph. Like, girl, read the first two lines and, and bring it from the heart. You're getting in your head. You're getting in your head. I was getting scared to do it afraid. But thank you for holding my hand today. Of course. It really helped me to do it afraid. And truth be told, you know, it really helped ease my fears. Good. And I appreciate you. You don't went from guest to co-host. <laughs> Well, this was good. It's my pleasure. You know, I appreciate you too. You're doing a good work. God Thank has put you. this gift in you and just use it for his glory. Thank you. I appreciate of that. Of course. I appreciate that. And also, I just want to make a funny, you know, this is light years away from, remember when you first came on and you was laughing quietly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I supposed to say something? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and I'm like, hello, you there? Hello? The mic, use the mic. I didn't know I could speak. <laughs> yeah, interact. Like, now you say something. Oh, I didn't think I could. You had right. this big laugh, but it was real quiet. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, laugh, because it's dead air. Laugh, right. laugh. <laughs> but see, all this makes great. Practice right. practice makes excellence. Right, see, now I know. Now you know. And then the great thing is, when you're trying to do something, do it with your friends. Right. Right? When you practice with your girls, you want to be a hairstylist, practice on your friends. Now, don't be practicing with no scissors now. You ain't good with scissors. Because once this girl was gone. Right? Unless she want a big chop, do that. But that's also a good thing. Get with the people who love and right. care about you. Right, exactly. And start practicing with that. And that's going to help you. Don't get with no haters, child. Because the haters will oh, no. have you running for the hills. Y'all messed up. All messed up. Some of y'all trying to get out the mess now that they done messed you up in. Mm -hmm. So, again, do it afraid. Now, what's the next thing you're going to do afraid before we leave? Probably just put myself in uncomfortable situations and just, you know, okay. face it. You got yeah. one in mind or, you know, it's a couple things you're pondering? You know, I kind of tend to just, you know, stay in the bag, be a little quiet, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of put myself out there a little bit mm -hmm. more more outgoing assertive you know yeah and see look at this this is putting yourself out there yes and you have done an excellent job well thank you excellent job i'm so proud of you and thank you you know for me the next thing i'm gonna do afraid is the thing i've been doing right and that's doing this and actually the thing i'm gonna really do afraid is leave my crutch and my blanket you gonna cut the notes <laughs> I'm going to still have some notes. Notes are helpful. You know, it keeps you kind of well, focused you, a little maybe bit. Maybe you can go to like a three by five card. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to do notes and not, again, not the whole points and not paragraphs. Look, if it can't fit on the front and the back <laughs> of the three by five card, forget it. <laughs> well, you know, it's a computer age. We ain't using three by five cards no more. So uh, bullet points and not a whole page. How about that? Okay. Okay, right. I, I, you're a little hesitant, but I, I'm going to do it. One page. <laughs> one page at a time. Let's do one page at a time. Let's baby steps. Then I say baby steps, step right. by step. We're going to take it step by step. But, yeah, the thing I'm going to do afraid is to leave my crutch in the lockbox lock underneath something heavy so I can't pick it back All up. Right. That's All what right. I'm going to do. Okay, so, ladies, 
do it afraid. Get that thing in your head. I want you to go back over your notes and do it afraid. The thing you've been wanting to do is yours for the taking. Don't take no more unfulfilled dreams to these graves. The graveyard is filled with unfulfilled dreams. They don't want no more. Right. <laughs> they said, please stop. Matter of fact, when you pull up underneath, you know, how they do flowers and all that stuff is, and don't bring no more unfulfilled dreams up in here. <laughs> Ain't no more room for that. Right. So, ladies, do it afraid. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, wait, and then another thing. Listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to sip, subscribe, and share the two sips of tea podcasts. You're reaching out to me. I want you to reach out to three friends. When you reach All out right. to me, I appreciate you reaching out to me, but are you telling anybody? <laughs> are you sharing these sips? Right, so share these sips with somebody. And here's, here's something else I'm going to do, Afraid. I'm going to set up that Facebook tea room group. <laughs> afraid because I'm not too technically savvy. But again, let's speak positive myself. I am technically getting better. All right. Okay, I'm going to take my own advice. But yeah, I want to set that up so we have a place where we can keep the party started and the conversation going. Because I want to hear from you. I want to hear, you know, what are you going to do afraid? What has had you bound by okay. fear? Yeah. You know, so again, I'm just technically challenged. So that's the thing I'm going to do afraid. And also it's like, oh God, you know, because when you start opening up pages and stuff, all comments and good comments. But again, you got to think positive. So anyway, right. that's the thing I'm going to do. Because the thing is this, like I keep saying, many of us share the same story, but we don't benefit from strength in numbers because we don't share. So you start Very feeling true. like you all alone. Nobody knows <laughs> the trouble right. I've seen. Somebody's seen it. Oh, yeah, and been through the same thing. Been through the same thing and somebody looking at it right now. And they know how to come out of it. And they know how to come out of mm -hmm. it, right? So you're not alone. And two sips of tea is brewed to bridge the gap. Between solitude and solidarity, because we got you, boo. So, ladies, oh, ladies, thank you for adding a dollop of sunshine in my tea today. Again, I love you, and there's nothing you could do about it. But why would you want to? <laughs> like, seriously. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next sip, remember, pace yourself, because life is sweeter in sips. Cheers. Cheers.